0: (laughs) Uh.
1: welcome to soul shine your guide on how to be fucking awesome hosted by emily olivera and emily kosovsky Hi Emily. Hi. How are you I feel feeling? Like it's been a while. It has. Good. How are you
0: feeling? Good.
1: Almost yeah. third trimester. We were just talking about that. Hormones are helping.
0: Get your little Baby maternity actress. sweatshirt yeah, on. I do. Little strings. I like it. It's oh nice. yeah. And you probably have a lot of fucking hormones going. Yeah. How have you been able to control your emotions with that? Oh, <gasps> we're talking about emotions.
1: Yeah, yes, feeling super. I feel like I'm going to say this for a lot of episodes this season, but very excited for this topic. Yeah?
0: Yes. Yeah, I do feel like you say that often. <laughs> why <laughs> Enthusiasm are, you, why are you so excited?
1: High. Well, I just know in my own life and with clients, there are just so many myths and uh, misunderstandings that lead to blockages and being able to handle unpleasant feelings, mm-hmm. which actually right off the bat brings us to something I know we agree on, is that... Just, I don't know where, wherever this came from, I think it's really obvious that we have this tendency now to categorize automatically feelings into, oh, this is good or this is bad.
0: Like, who originally even came up with the words that describe feelings? Like, when did that even start? You know? Like think way back. Do you think people well, were like?
1: You're have to refer to a history podcast. Right. It's a good question. But
0: like you're walking through the woods, you get no shoes on. You're hunting for deer, and you're like, "Oh, I'm feeling really anxious right now about shooting a deer." Like, who
1: gave I'm it disappointed. that? Disappointed. I did not get dinner <laughs> for my
0: family today. But like, who gave it that title? <laughs> who gave it that? <coughs> Excuse me.
1: Latin.
0: <laughs> Probably it's the root of everything, isn't it? All right.
1: Um, I know where I want to begin. Do you okay. Know where you want to begin? No. Okay.
0: Because feelings is a hard one for me because my everyone that knows me laughs and they're like, "You have no feelings. You have no emotions."
1: Uh, no. No,
0: it's kind of true though.
1: Well, I think you're able to. Well, we'll see. We'll see. But I I thought of you often when I was listening to this TED Talk because. Yeah. I think it's more. It's not that you don't have them. You just aren't intensely driven by them.
0: I don't engage with them.
1: That's it, yeah, yeah. So it's not that you're void. you're just not. But I feel like that makes it just them. as
0: hard for me because when I have to do things that involve having a lot of feelings, that I have to really like think it out. like, oh wait, wait, I should have compassion in this moment, even though I'm really fucking pissed off. I haven't said, you know, A, B, or C, so I can't be mad at someone for not doing that, so I need to have a little compassion that I didn't step up, but I just want to be like, Mah! so I, like, have to kind of okay, yeah, so- channel and, like, understand what emotions are, how other people react, how I should be reacting. So it's but hard.
1: Amazing, though. that's amazing, though. You still are able to have that intentionality around, whoa, whoa, wait a minute.
0: I have emotional understanding. I just don't use a lot of those emotions that I understand I should probably use but anyway let's start where you want to start okay
1: no that was good (laughs) so it's a 2017 TED talk the gift and power of emotional courage by Susan David and this is very American of me but it's lovely To listen to because she has a South African accent (laughs) and she's very well-spoken. Sure. You should send me that. That part of it is enjoyable.
0: You should Um, link it, actually. uh Is that a thing we do?
1: Sure, we'll find a way. All right, cool. Um, Her whole point is that we need emotional agility, not rigidity. And her understanding of rigidity is what I was just saying, which is that impulse to, ooh, this is a bad feeling, so I'm going to bottle it up, or the opposite, I'm going to really obsess over it, mm-hmm. Bro- brood, sure. brood over it? Sure. That word's coming to mind, so I don't know. I like
0: um, Sounds intense.
1: And that <laughs> <laughs> it feels like we're doing something maybe effective, but actually it's only, those reactions only make the feelings bigger and badder in our minds.
0: It's like layering beings. it on. Yeah. Instead of like cutting it open and dissecting it, we tend to just, I guess, layer it on. Yeah.
1: She said something I loved so much, I laughed out loud and listened to it again. Did you actually rewind? I sure did. Yes. Well, you know how YouTube has that just back 15 seconds. Oh, so yes. I just did that little guy. A couple times. And, <laughs> <laughs> because I hear this so often with clients, too. And she was saying that she does as well in her research. But someone will just say, um, I just want this feeling to go away. And she says, "I understand, but you have dead people's goals." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I like that. Right? I like that a lot. It's just so unrealistic. It's not gonna go away
0: until you fucking die. Right. Then all the feelings and emotions will go away. I mean,
1: understandable. Mm-hmm. But so unrealistic. It's painful sometimes to hear it. Mm-hmm. I want. I have oftentimes wanted to have a response that's as sassy as that.
0: Do you think that we're not? supplied in our environment or our growing up-ishness of how to actually get in and dissect our feelings. Like, we're yeah. never really taught, like, hey, when you have these bad feelings or these scared feelings or these lonely feelings, what should I do? We're never told, really, like, like coping. Like, we've never really...
1: Totally. I've
0: never been taught how to cope with fucking feelings.
1: It may be why the World Health Organization has recently, I can't remember exactly when, um, stated that the that depression is now the number one disability.
0: You're fucking kidding, really?
1: Globally. So it beats out cancer, et cetera. What?
0: But it's like if we have on this, why don't we have more things available to the public that comes with your fucking mass health, like how to deal. Like there's no pamphlet of like, what to do when you feel this way? Sit down, take a breath. Think about this. What brings you joy? Why is this stressing you out? Blah, blah, blah.
1: Well, she refers to something, um, she called it the tyranny of positivity, I believe. Mm-hmm. And I, I think that's getting to, to what you're asking. It's just this concept of, um okay sure you're having this feeling but the i think we're too quick to you know be strong or be positive look on the bright side and don't get me wrong i very much believe in positive thinking mm-hmm. and getting to that place i just think that we might it might hinder our ability to take those important steps of Stop breathing thing.
0: Yeah, I think we're, like, skipping those steps. Right,
1: right. Like, hey, by all means, get to a total, be- total believer in that. But, it, right, it, it totally works against us to, I don't know, just, like, shove it down and just tell ourselves it could always be worse. But I feel like that's
0: also, like, what you've kind of been told growing up, to shove it down. Now's not the time, now's not the place. You know, that's something you need to work on. That's your own thing, or this, and it's like.
1: Don't cry. Yeah. Think about starving children in China.
0: Yeah, your life's not that bad, or. Yeah, yeah. Yes, I do always look at, okay, my life's not that bad. Ten fingers, ten toes. Well, it's right. But then it's It's like. It's tough balance. You never work through any of that shit.
1: We want to keep perspective generally, but we also, because we're human are going to have to work that that, i love this so much she said um,
0: you know (laughs) i'm so excited for this topic i love this so much (laughs) was she the one from boston you said no she's the south africa okay Um, skipped a beat sorry it's
1: okay it's okay um Uh, i can't find it i forget what she said but um yeah I just had a total. I'm gonna to blame pregnancy, but it's okay. I think it was just me. I'm not
0: pregnant, but I don't it's know like where I'm we're going. Page of
1: notes, and it's totally blank.
0: Words, words, words. <laughs> um, okay, well, let's. So, okay, okay, no, 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 go, 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 I'm back. I'm <laughs> back. She's back. She's back. Still pregnant, but she's here. Okay.
1: <laughs> no, I was just gonna to go to, um, just the the blockages of working through. Like we're saying, okay, there's this tyranny of positivity, but what else blocks us? I think you have such a great point of. Like we're at such a young age, we're given these messages of like this isn't a good time to cry and work through your feelings or name them or anything. Mm-hmm.
0: Um,
1: we don't see the value of that, and I think that what, how what that ends up in is a very judgmental, automatically judgmental view of our feelings. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I think we're human. I know I experience this. I don't know about you. I see it in clients all the time. But this, um, so I have. They'll say. I don't know, I have anxiety about going on this first date. But then the conversation quickly spirals into, like, shouldn't I be confident? This is embarrassing that I'm anxious. I shouldn't be insecure. Like, I this isn't a big deal. What's wrong with me? Just that whole. I like that people
0: are aware of that, though. That's true. Like, that's I like true. that they're at like the least aware, like, I shouldn't feel like this.
1: Well, I really, I really don't like the word should. But, should or shouldn't? either.
0: Okay, sorry. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> Oops wrong, Rich. No,
1: no, 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 but I, I think what you're saying, may, correct me if I'm wrong, but that it is healthy to recognize when we've stepped into like an irrational place. Yes,
0: yes. Okay. <laughs> they're recognizing right. that they're like, this is kind of irrational, I have right, no idea why I'm having anxiety about going right. on this date. I'm actually really excited.
1: Right, right, totally.
0: But it's like, where does that stem from? Pressure. See, that's, that's the part that I struggle with. Pressure. Because I feel like no one else around me do I allow them to put that type of pressure on me. If I'm gonna go on this date and I'm gonna fuck it up, yeah, you have this pressure of I'm this age and I should be this, and I don't like take into account like social norms or what people want for me. Because it's not necessarily maybe what I want in my life. So that pressure of nailing the job or having a great first date or doing this or that, I'm like, well, if I don't, I don't. It's okay. I can always try again. But I think people forget that they can always, like, try again. So they get so worked up that first time that they, like, put themselves in a fucking bubble. And then they don't want to go on those, like, dates.
1: Well, I think... I mean, it sounds like you're less susceptible to fear it can be with anxiety or hesitation or insecurity have
0: i ever told you about this whole fear thing how like i think
1: <laughs> tell me now
0: how i think fear is like a total like made up emotion and it's a made up emotion um for survival and like back in the day and like the roman time when they used to throw you into an arena with a lion your fear is what kept you alive Like, that made your fucking adrenaline go. You know when you're scared and you have that fear? Your fucking adrenaline starts going and you're, like, you're already in it. Now, you've already broken the seal. You're already scared, but you're already in it. So you're, like, fuck, I'm in it. I need to, like, swim really fast because you've already kind of, like, broken that thing. Yeah. So your fear is what keeps you going and what keeps you alive. But it's, like, when people kind of have fear now, I'm, like, there's not a fucking, like, lion eating your head. Like, Live in we live yeah, like we live in two thousand nineteen. Like what are you scared of? You're gonna have a bad date, you go back on your avenue, go on another date. You didn't get the job, go for another job interview. Like we kinda live in a different time where yeah, fear absolutely is an emotion and all this, but I feel like we use it different now than we used to before.
1: I I think you you couldn't be more correct. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Evolutionarily
0: But, like, I always just think of it, I'm like, what am I scared of right now? What am I scared of? Maybe feeling? Maybe I'm going to fail. Maybe people will judge me. Maybe they'll have a perception of me. But, like, is there a fucking lion that's going to eat my head on the other side of this door? No. The only lion that's going to eat my head is my own perception of myself, if I fail, that I'm the lion and I'm going to eat my fucking head, and that's going to suck.
1: But then you get over it. It would suck. Yeah, right? I think I'm going to try to only make, like, one or two more comments on this TED Talk because I know I'm really hitting it home. No, but but I feel like it's, like, covering
0: so many things.
1: Yeah, but I, and this is, I mean, just another thing that I think makes your internal world admirable is that you're able to differentiate and understand that emotions are data, not directives, Mm -hmm. which comes from that, that talk as well. This idea that okay, so so I am having a touch of anxiety or hesitation before the date that doesn't have to mean that I cancel it or that I'm not myself while I'm on it or that I can't handle it if it goes terribly. Whatever, mm-hmm. you know that it, you're not so.
0: It's like real human influenced. too. Mm-hmm. Usually, the other person that you're facing, say we are. I know we're talking about this date, but it's like you got to think, too, if you take yourself out of your own head for one second, this other person might also feel a little scared and a little anxiety and feel a little awkward, and they're like, oh. So it's like you're not the only one in the game. There's other people that have other emotions all across the board that you're, like, going with. You know what I mean? Yeah.
1: So it's like, You know that saying of, like, I hate to break it to you? Yeah. I'm actually thrilled to break this to you all. That <laughs> I was <laughs> <that> like, shit. <laughs> tough emotions are part of our contract with life. Yeah. You know, that it's just going to be part of it. And that doesn't make them bad or unbearable. I feel like it once you workable,
0: once you can work through these emotions too, and then you're presented with them again, you're going to get presented with these same fucking emotions every day every week every month every year you're going to get the same fucking emotions happy sad scared delighted anxiety mean, like these are oh, emotions the that we feel of them? our entire life right, right. so there's
1: no curing it in one scenario no. so
0: it's like say, yeah. the activities that are causing you uh uneasiness and anxiety the more you take baby steps to work through them the easier it is for the rest of your life to get through situations that are going to cause anxiety or fear, you know? But it's like really? if we just bottle them up and we never – you might cancel that date. You might have so much anxiety you cancel that date, but you might call the person and say, Hey, I know this sounds crazy. I'm just having you know, a lot of anxiety about going to dinner tonight. Maybe we can like meet for coffee and do something casual. One, you've canceled the date. You relieved yourself by having to do that. But two, you've like taken this baby step to be like, I understand this is my emotion, but I want to try to face this a different way. So it's yeah, like, like
1: come at it from a different angle. Yeah. Or adapt accordingly. Don't just completely bottle give it up in and put and it away. Or ignore or, yeah, exactly. Because
0: I feel like that's not solving our problems. Like we need to find ways to cope and take baby steps.
1: Well, here I think this uh, this is a good opening for me to introduce then um, Lisa Feldman Barrett. She's she from Boston. Oh, Lisa! Respect, girl, (laughs) woman. Um, So she's done twenty five years of um, of research on emotions, and she has something that I she has a message and, and. Conclusions that I maybe I'm I'm making assumptions, but I'm not sure that they would settle well with a lot of people because they, I I find them almost controversial, even oh, I'm excited. though they <laughs> sense. So basically we I think tend to believe and assume that we are all that our brain is hardwired to experience emotions, that we're just born with, with this hardwiring mm-hmm. to have feelings. And what she's saying and and I mean I get that it feels like something is triggered and then the emotion is happening to us Mm -hmm. but she's saying hold up it's actually not that way look at our brain's ability to be predictors Mm -hmm. that's our brains make sense of a shitload of data every second Mm -hmm. and so and, and this is I think kind of what just circling it back to what you were saying it's like our brain is just going to make the best guess Mm -hmm. off of our past experiences Mm -hmm. so okay you totally keep talking cancel that date (laughs) cancel that date and then um you you give your brain data that the, you, dates, the, the dates dates don't
0: go well, and I don't you, want to experience that. Too fear, so I'm just gonna cancel inducing. it. Yeah, because they never go well.
1: So it's like I think some people might get the message from her research that like oh so you yes you have more control over the guesses that your brain makes and what what's going on what is this emotion and what's it, where is it coming from, um, but she's not saying you can change your emotions. Like you can your clothes. I mean, hello, that's, it's too complex for that. Sometimes but changing your fucking
0: clothes is just as hard, too. Oh, God. You make that fucking pile, <laughs> you change your shirt like six times. Oh, that gives me so much anxiety. I'm not faithful. That's why I only own like down, three shirts, because I'm like, fuck this, fuck this, fuck this. And you pick up the shirt off the floor and you're like, fine, I'm just. And how does
1: that make you feel? <laughs>
0: Can we get back to that one? Frustrated. I don't mean to speak to you. A, frustrated? (laughs) Frustrated. (laughs) Like a fucking loser. Sometimes you just feel like a fucking loser.
1: Right? Oh, my gosh. I say that to my husband, not all the time, but every so often.
0: (laughs) I'm a loser.
1: This is just hitting something deep within that I am a loser. And you just hear it out loud. You're like, oh, wait, No. I do that often, too. I feel actually I'm like, oh, I'm
0: such a loser. I'm like, but, like, I'm not really a loser. But, like, I just feel (laughs) like a loser right now, but I know that I'm not. Um, But this whole, like, brain data kind of thing we're talking about, um, I had written that we talked about um, past experience. You know, they trigger your emotions or your emotions trigger past experiences because that's all we know. That's all we have. That's all we have in our database because a lot of us haven't sat down and entered new data. You know, things like doing vision boards or setting goals or working through emotions and how it feels to maybe go to therapy or sit with a friend and work through these emotions. Maybe we do it, maybe we don't, but you have to take that data and you have to store it somewhere. You have to remember it, you have to think about it, and you have to hold on to it so when these emotions do happen... You now have updated data from 2019, 2020, 2025. You have this kind of idea. Okay, in 2025, you know, I want to have two kids by then. So when you start to get nervous about having your second kid, you're like, oh, no, no. I've already done the research. I've already entered this data into my brain. I understand. I'm going to have these feelings. But this is the goal that I'm working on. I'm going to get through it. I've talked it out. I've already kind of put this in my head. Because if, if you go and you have labor and you have this crazy experience and all these things happen, when you go to have that second kid, you're only going to remember that, like, we have to enter new data into our fucking subconscious minds because we only have what we have had.
1: I love in the past. what you're saying so right? much. Oh, thanks. Yes, it's, it's so A little spotless. data entry. <laughs> yeah. Well, look at you. But it's like, but you know, it, right, this into, that's, that's why we, we do things like
0: vision, vision boards and stuff. For like, like we understand things are going to be hard. We understand things are going to be happy. We understand things are going to be neutral. We understand all of these things. But understanding and actually accepting, having the emotional intelligence for it, because you're like, okay, I know I'm going for that job. I emotionally, I understand this is going to cause me these things. So I'm going to set up an appointment with my therapist because I know that this is going to be hard for me and I kind of need a hand to get through it. Yeah. But, like, we don't do that. Why don't Maybe we do that? Maybe I
1: can help my, my, myself, my brain, my body interpret the physical sensations of emotions
0: a little bit differently. I just went, sorry, (laughs) totally. So I'm, I'm big on that quote. You have to put your oxygen mask on first when you're on an airplane. Um, like you want to do all these things in life. You have to take care of your emotions first. Um, I just went to cool thing that I did in Japan even though most things I've been saying have been not so pleasant. But one really fucking cool thing I did (laughs) is in Kyoto, we had met up with a local. This was like an Airbnb experience. And we meditated in a temple with monks. And he was trying to explain to us um, kind of the philosophy. And, you know, his English was all right, but, you know, trying to piece the words together. And it was talking about they do this meditation and they do this to kind of recharge themselves and get themselves ready because, you know, they need to be ready to take on, to help others. And, you know, this whole temple, whatever their philosophy was, was to take care of yourself so you could help others. And I look at him and I go, it's like the airplane. (laughs) And he's just looking at me and I go, you have to put your mask on first. And he starts laughing. He's like, yes, yes. That's (laughs) essentially the concept of what their meditation is based on. And they do the same meditation Every day. And oh, they chant the that. same things every day. And it's essentially working on yourself so that you can help work on other people. And I'm like, oh, cool. This is like across the board, like international thing. Like these love people got it. Um, fun little fact about that, too. So you sit for two half hour sessions. There's a five minute break in between. And you hold your hands in this almost like egg shape over your I think it's your fifth chakra it was like your root chakra and he uses the word chakra so i was like oh so cool yes, yeah. so you like sit with it at the base it's your grounding your rooting chakra because you're trying to ground yourself so that you can be prepared for the things that are going to come your way and there's a monk that walks around with this big stick and <laughs> if when he walks by if you like put your hands a certain way and like bow down he comes over and like slaps you on the shoulders with a stick, hmm. and Josh totally did it. <laughs> so you hear like, whack, <laughs> whack. And I was like, oh, okay, I'm just going to sit here. I don't right. want to get hit right. by right. the monk. Yeah. No, but, but he was like, how many times am I going to get hit with a stick by a monk? I was right. like, I guess yeah. you're right. I guess you're Way right. to
1: be open to it.
0: But totally cool that their philosophy, loosely translated, was put your oxy- oxygen mask on first, because if you don't take care of yourself, you can't take care of anyone else. So it's like, figure out your emotions, start to understand them, start to dissect them. Right. Because if you can't understand them, you can't really get through them and you can't really be there for anyone else. Because a lot of people pride themselves on, oh, I'm such a good friend and I'm I'm always there for so-and-so. And But it's like, but are you there? Are you physically there or emotionally there? right. Because people need you to be more emotionally there a lot of times versus physically.
1: I'm so glad that you had that experience. Yeah, yeah. I was like, oh,
0: I understand that. Mushimo, I don't remember his name.
1: Right, but just (laughs) much more in tune with our internal world and handling that before we can properly Mm -hmm. attend to somebody else's.
0: Mm -hmm. I don't know what you said that made me think of that, but that made me think of it. I don't know. I don't know. was good though good flow yeah what else we got
1: well i wanted to talk about the theory on anger oh okay and i will somehow find a way
0: anger is exhausting point
1: that i want to make it is oh my fucking god it's it's a heavy one yeah
0: i was angry for a long time growing up yeah i was like an angry ass motherfucking kid too yeah then i stopped
1: I was like, wait a minute, I'm drinking poison expecting other people to get sick. Yeah. Doesn't work that way, no. folks.
0: Now my thing, I was so angry and then I just kinda of stopped and someone was like
1: Oh, I went to years of therapy and
0: then stopped. <laughs> no. My I like went to therapy when I was little when like my parents got divorced and they were like play with blocks and I was like this is fucking dumb. I know. I'm like I can't 7. See you. No. I was like <laughs> I, I understand uh, I'm like 6 or 7 right now but this is fucking pointless. Can I go home? I
1: would love to be your
0: <laughs> <a> therapist. <laughs> <Just> this, <laughs> they had those linking eyes. logs. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's great, That was, was my therapy, therapy experience.
1: Linking logs. Um <laughs> Theor and anger is I heard this in, uh, like, from a pro- professor. I don't remember where it comes from, but here it is. Underneath anger, we can always find either one or a combination of unmet expectations mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. hurt feelings mm-hmm. and or hurt feelings.
0: Mm-hmm. I feel like those usually come hand in hand a lot of times, mm-hmm, too. For sure. um, That was that little thing I read you. Um, yes. Expectations. Uh, you can't get mad at people if they don't follow your rules or play by your rules if you don't tell them what your rules are. If you have expectations of people and you don't let them know, hey, this is my expectation, you can't get fucking mad at someone for not knowing what your expectations are. If y'all're not telling them, that's kind of your it bad.
1: And irrational. Yeah, yeah. And then but you yes, get angry <laughs> right, right. because your feelings are hurt. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> totally. This whole. Don't expect other people to read your mind.
0: And there's nothing wrong with saying what's on your mind. I think that's another yeah. thing that like don't cry, don't do this, don't that's don't great. tell people don't hurt their feelings. Of
1: positivity that we can't take up space. We're not supposed to say I have this expectation or
0: Take up space. Yeah. There's a lot of it. fucking space here. Take some up. Mm-hmm. Tell people how you feel. It's like if you don't, that's your own fault. If you want to be mad at someone because they did something and they have no fucking idea that what they did hurt your feelings, that's your fault. That's your fault. Because I've never run into an experience where someone has said something and it hurts my feelings or hurts someone's feelings. They approach it. I've never run into someone that hasn't adjusted. Oh, my God, my bad. I didn't know I'm- like that was like, you know, rubbed you that way. Or I'm really sorry, I didn't mean it like that.
1: Unless and, you're around a whole bunch of intentionally malicious people, chances are it's yeah. just this accidental... People, they're just
0: kind of unaware sometimes. Yeah. We're all a little unaware. So if you just let people know, they can kind of adjust themselves. And that's what saves friendships and that's what saves relationships. Like, relationships crumble because people have an expectation and they don't voice it, they don't talk about it, or they had their feelings hurt, or they feel angry, or they feel really excited by something, but they're not telling you that excites them, so then they never fucking do it again, and now you're bummed because that's not happening. You're like, but I really like when we do that, so fucking tell them. I think we forget to tell people that things feel good too.
1: Absolutely, and just because things are so obvious in our internal world, it does not mean that they're obvious to our friends, our partners, or colleagues.
0: Cause sorry, Even your internal world for twenty years is yours.
1: Yeah, <laughs> another newsflash. Whoa, Happy to give
0: that's your yours. Birthday. I'm not in your internal world. Yeah. I'm in your external. So if you don't voice your internal externally, I have no fucking idea what's going on in your head.
1: And that brings us to the importance of being able to specifically articulate.
0: That's hard. What's on our minds and our feelings?
1: It's It's hard. So hard. Let me tell you about a little exercise I've been doing with clients lately. That I love. Mm -hmm. I give them a list. They have been, I mean, definitely been wronged by whatever an ex partner or whatever it is. They have these understandable feelings, Mm -hmm. but they just are kind of repeating themselves. I feel I'm so pissed. I'm angry. I've been wronged. And it's like, totally. But are we going to be able to work past that if you can't articulate, get a little bit deeper with it, more specific? So I give people this list of, I don't know how many it is, maybe like 30 feelings that are oftentimes associated with anger. Mm-hmm. And they go through and circle the ones that resonate with them mm-hmm. and then go through and put down which ones are like mild, moderate
0: what kind of things are you putting on I'm that list?
1: <laughs> Strong, severe, severe. Thank you. I severe, like I think that's yeah. yes, yes, such that's an extreme exactly word what I was though. For. But yes, yes, strongest.
0: So, what kind of things yeah. do you write down in those categories?
1: Things like being. Um, you need examples of the feelings. Yeah. Associated with anger, so feeling offended or undermined or not appreciated. Hmm. Um, Overlooked, ignored,
0: belittled—all
1: mm. those kind of things. There are so many more, but those—that's just a little, little handful for you.
0: I'm picturing all those things leading to anger, and then after anger, leading to. Oh, what a better word than sadness? <laughs> but it's like,
1: well, yeah. First you're angry,
0: and then all of a sudden now you're just kind of like brought down.
1: Completely, because it's heavy. <laughs> it can be hopeless.
0: Hopeless. That's yeah, a good word. Yeah. This.
1: <laughs> right. What do I do with this anger? What
0: What's do you tell it? people to do with it?
1: Well, we do things like that exercise. Mm-hmm. And then maybe it comes into our next episode on forgiveness. But basically practice compassion. First, help them try. Well, let me back up. First, it goes back to that primary secondary reaction that we were talking about earlier this okay let, let's peel back the judgment that you're having mm-hmm. of somebody else wouldn't feel this way i'm overreacting um i need to get over it da, da, da. you know even if there's some truth to what they're saying it's just unhelpful mm-hmm. to be going down that road of judging yourself so peel back that layer help them articulate what's underneath this anger so they can just feel i think more heard mm-hmm. um I tend to make people... complex web of what's going on there.
0: I tend to make people yell and swear.
1: And then there's, right, some sort of release, great. Yeah, I'm like, Here's just, just say it, just
0: say it, fuck it. Yeah. Fuck it. No, no, say it, fuck it. Yeah. Fuck, fuck it. No, like, <laughs> fuck it. They're like, fuck it. And, I'm like, and then they start laughing, and they're yeah. like, you're right. And I'm like, yeah, dude, like, fuck it. Like, fuck it, who cares? And like I've definitely done that with people. I'm like, what? you can't leave here until you scream out, <laughs> fuck it. And they're like and then they like leave and they're like, You're right, you're right. Because sometimes I feel like we won't we won't say. We don't physically yes. say. Maybe you'll think in your head, okay, yeah, I'm gonna get through this and fuck it. Say it out loud. Be weird. I know you go into the bathroom and do weird faces. I
1: love weirdness. I
0: you've told me that and sometimes I do it and I'm like, I feel weird. <laughs> but it's like you get it out. We don't physically get it out, get it out. I'm That's angry, right. yes. fuck that person, I'm angry, but fuck them, well, not really fuck them, it's my own fault because I didn't say anything. Okay, problem solved, we got it, we got it out there. We categorized it, we voiced it, we yelled it.
1: And I don't know if this is intentional, I love that. I don't know if it's intentional or not for you, but I think what you're succeeding in doing is going from the, excuse me, like over-identifying with the feeling so much, like I'm angry, so I am made up of anger, Going from that to like I'm heavy with, um, I'm experiencing the heavy feeling of anger. Mm-hmm. It just gives a little bit more. I don't know if that
0: a little more separation. Yes, you're not you. so your emotions. Emotions yes. are. What did I write? Energy and motion. Yeah, it's just it's just energy. You're not right. all of it. We're made up of so many fucking things that if you're angry on a Tuesday, that doesn't mm-hmm. mean. You're an angry person. It means you're angry on a Tuesday. It happens.
1: It does happen. You
0: know, it's okay to be angry. Yeah. Figure it out. And you know what, too? If you're somewhere that keeps making you fucking angry, I think you need to assess. Right, right. I mean, assess where you are. What's causing this fucking though. anger? What do you stand for? And why are you still in that situation that's causing you so much anger? I think you need to change something in your life. Like if you have that much anger, you should probably adjust it. That thing that's causing you tons of anger, that boss. I'm not saying quit your job. Maybe quit your job. Start looking for a new one.
1: Yeah. Start
0: doing do something, something else. Be proactive. Give your brain more data. Yeah, yeah. More you need
1: experiences. you need
0: some new fucking data to put in your fucking brain. Do you call it data or data?
1: Well, I did always call it data, but then. My husband's a researcher and calls it data. I think it so depends. Think, okay. You know, I potato potato.
0: Ralph you know, Lauren or Ralph know? Lauren?
1: I think well again, I used to say Lauren, but I think it's wait, Ralph Ralph Lauren.
0: It's Ralph Lauren. I don't know. <laughs> Not okay. Lauren. Is that a no. Like, oh, <laughs> no, no, what? that was a new one. <laughs> potato potato. Ralph <laughs> Lauren, Ralph Lauren. <laughs> but
1: I'm having the feeling that I'm insecure about fashion names. <laughs> So I don't I'm
0: think I try to anything
1: give anything real us foreign, a... so. Okay, sorry. I know, 100%. <laughs> no, I don't. Um, I'm going to try to give us a recap, and then you have something nice to end on. Ciao. Ciao. <laughs> so we have the reality that tough emotions are part of our contract with life, and we've talked about the tendency to just automatically label feelings as good or bad and how unhelpful that is and if we can just notice our own personal reactions to unpleasant feelings such as ruminating about them or bottling them up then I think we can begin to develop the insight that it takes to actually process them and move past them and that might require helping ourselves to develop more of an emotional language so we can articulate ourselves better. Don't expect people to mind read. Don't expect ourselves to just get over a feeling. We actually have to look at it, examine it, do something, whether it's yelling out loud, talking to a friend, writing about it, whatever. Um, And if we can have that intention of separating from the feeling and not viewing ourselves as, okay, this feeling is happening to me, I am the feeling that just gets us trapped Mm. i think we have there's the good news is it's all good news i was like what's the good news news. i need
0: some good news right now
1: we have more control than we think we do
0: oh yeah it's crazy to me that people that don't see the control but i guess that should probably be a whole other topic i'm like why don't you see that you're in control of your life and your emotions you can adjust them you can switch lanes you can, you can adjust. Oh, wait. Actually, you can adjust them. Here we go. Okay, here we go. Um, Ending quote. Uh, it away. Uh, 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 that's pressure. It's not really a quote. It's just mumbling. Thoughts. Ending G- thoughts. Thoughts. Ending thoughts. Uh, taking my yoga class. And they always tell you, uh, you know, I'm going to give you a series of moves today. Modify them for what your body needs. Because you're not going to flip upside down if that's not what your body needs. You're not going to do what your body doesn't need that day in yoga. But we forget in life that we can modify for ourselves and for our soul for what we need that day. So on Angry Tuesday, maybe we modify our day by taking an extra 10 minutes at lunch, or we bring our favorite snack. On Tuesdays, I'm going to eat Cape Cod potato chips because those make me happy. Modify. Modify your life. Just like in yoga, you modify your practice, modify your fucking life, and stop piling shit on. We just keep piling shit on instead of working through it and kind of modifying and making our piles and putting things into the little categories. Just modify. Love it. Good no, words. no one's gonna yell at you to modify your shit. And modify is better than change. You don't know, change your life. That's that's a lot of work. Modify your day. A Little less work. Love right? It so much. Right.
1: Ah, All right. Okay, I guess we'll stop amazing. talking.
0: Look at that. Forty minutes and one second.
1: I'm just so excited today. You were. Feeling jacked
0: up. You are. Is it the coffee?
1: <laughs> I am having a bit of coffee. Yeah. I think it's a combination of the coffee and the, the emotions. Topic that is
0: just <laughs> <laughs> all my emotions. Uh, all my emotions. Taking all right. Me over. Ooh, don't know that song. But right. modify.
1: Speaking of snacks, I'm fucking
0: we're hungry. We're gonna take a
1: snack break and then record another episode. I think. Yeah,
0: is that what we're doing? I think so. All, all right, here we go. More. Hey guys, thanks for listening. You can find us on Instagram at Soulshine Podcast. You can email us at soulshinepodcast at gmail.com. We'd love to hear ideas for future shows and even get you on here to shoot the shit and tell us your story. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe to our podcast. And most importantly, don't forget to let your soul shine.